I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Two game. Big puppy. The grand slam. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Big D. Big Johnny Manny. Pauls.ie. Hello. What's up, Joe? We'll do that again. Is this microphone up? Can we do that? Is that okay? Oh, oh. What's up, Joe? How you doing? Remember I feigned interest in the playoffs a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, you were you were uh, mailing it in. Actually interested now. Well, it's, it's the money time of the, oh, of the season. Oh, good, isn't it? And we've got ourselves a bit of Peyton Manning, Tom Brady to look forward to at the weekend. For people who didn't catch it, essentially, uh, playoff scores on Saturday. Patriots beat Kansas 27-20. Uh, Arizona beat uh, the Green Bay Packers. 26-20. Oh, this, that was a game. Was that a game? That had maybe the craziest ending of all. Oh, okay. Of, well, maybe not of all time, but you've heard of the Hail Mary, Joe. I love a Hail Mary. What about two Hail Marys back-to-back? The, the Packers had to cover about 80 yards with 40 seconds left, and they did it on a consecutive Hail Mary. It's never been seen before, and then they managed to somehow lose the game in overtime. It was, if you were up at 4.30 in the morning or 5 on Saturday morning and watching it, you were. it was worth the time investment. And were you up? No. Okay. Sunday then, uh, Seahawks blown away in the first half. What the hell? What happened? They just, you know, the Reaper came for them on Sunday. It was their time was up. Like Carolina pumped up this team that everybody thought, this team that everybody was second guessing, the mm. team that was 15-1 but nobody thought was good somehow. Uh Everybody was talking up Seattle's this hot underdog, and uh, the Carolina Panthers just wiped them in the first half, 31 nothing. Now, Seattle came back. It was an exciting end to the game. Yeah. 31-24 final score. Yeah. Uh, but they just ran out of time, unfortunately. Russell Wilson, the Seahawks quarterback, one of the most entertaining quarterbacks to, to watch, I think, especially in the playoffs. He's just money. Mm. Um, although his, the first half didn't go his way. So Cam Newton and the Panthers looking good on course, possibly – uh, for the Panthers' first ever Super Bowl win. Okay, nice use of money as an adjective there, by the way. Mm. Uh, and then Denver Broncos, 23, Pittsburgh Steelers, 16. This is the game I watched, actually. I was curious to see how old Peyton Manning would do. Old Peyton Manning is the important part of that. Yeah, he looked old. He is old. He's going to be 40 years old in March. The quarterback position is not a country for old men. Like, it, it's especially, I mean, did you see this guy who was Peyton Manning's jacket boy? Did you notice this guy? Who Peyton Manning is so so old that he needs someone to drape a jacket around him during timeouts. <laughs> and this basically, the, he wears a jacket for about twenty seconds, and then the guy takes it off him again. Mm-hmm. This is what these are his requirements. The cold as you get older, Joe, it goes down to your bones. You feel it. You know, a night like tonight, huh. and Peyton Manning out there on a Sunday night with you know eighty thousand people cheering him on it on freezing night in the mile high elevation up there in Denver. He was feeling it, but um, he used all of his his forty year old. Uh, tricks against Pittsburgh, and uh, now it's all set up. Brady Manning this Sunday. Well, it's incredible. I'm very excited. Who? But I mean, by the way, we should say it's old man Brady against old man. Well, um, Manning, younger man Brady. Okay, thirty eight against thirty nine. Yeah. So AFC Championship Sunday, five past eight. New England Patriots at Denver Broncos mm. um, on the uh, Sunday game as well at eleven forty. Arizona, Iraq, Carolina. So, uh, talk to me about Tom Brady and. Peyton Manning 
Brady is 11-5 over Manning. Yeah, this is going to be the 17th time they've played in their careers. I mean, it's incredible. That said, they're 2-2 all-time in playoffs. Yeah, and two, and Manning actually has the advantage over Brady in AFC Championship games, 2-1. to one. So you can run the numbers any way you like to make them sort of... Uh, whichever side of the, of the of the fence you're on, whether you're on Brady or whether you're on Manning's side, right? Um, but you can you can conceivably take Manning's side and not be ridiculous. You can in this game specifically because of the factors of the home field advantage that Denver have. Mm-hmm. The stadium is called Mile High Stadium. It's not called that for nothing. The elevation com- clearly has an effect on teams, especially visiting teams. Oh, I saw that because uh, the kicker had a lot of kicks on Sunday and the commentary team, Jim Nance and the guys, were making the point that uh, even though the wind is blowing this way, you've yeah. got to ignore the wind and the elevation at the Mile High Stadium. Yeah, and I think Pittsburgh tired defensively really badly in the, in the fourth quarter and I, I think a, a lot of that has to do with that elevation. Another thing is um, Manning, like, he he's sort of, he's, he's limited now, but um, what are we talking? How limited? Is to the point where the the game plan has to change and revolve around his aging limbs. When, when if you saw Peyton Manning quarterback like ten years ago, he yeah. was basically a robot. He, he would stand back in the pocket and just uh, throw these darts. I mean, he was. There's never really been a, a quarterback like him before. It was, it was, it was sort of you know this robot like control of the ball, throwing it with this sort of brain where he could look at the defense and just break it down in two seconds and then audible on the you know at the line of scrimmage change the play up and defenses were just completely stumped by him right right now he has still has all the brain stuff but none of the body so he can't th- you could see it on sunday if you're watching the game pittsburgh just sat back there saying look throw the ball downfield go on buddy please let's see it because okay. we're, we're going to catch the ball we're going to intercept it if because you do your, your arm goes that, that that tends to go with these guys yeah and, and in this time of year especially you know maybe you can get away with it in september when there's still a bit of the summer around. <laughs> We're back to the cold again. No, the cold is a huge thing. Okay, you weren't just joking about no, the cold. No, no. Like Manning, his, in the last two last two seasons, his form has completely fallen off a cliff once November comes and once the winter starts to set in. So it's, it's a massive thing. Now, when I said to you, though, are you foolish to take Manning over Brady? I actually, well, I'm interested. I was very interested to get your answer on this Sunday. But I was just talking in overall terms. Like if you're talking about who's the better quarterback, because I'm... I don't know much about this rivalry. I don't know if they like each other. I don't know if they talk about each other. Could you say Manning has been a better quarterback over his career than Brady? They're two, obviously, Hall of Famers. It's all, I mean, numbers, you know, you can make them work any way you want for you. Yeah. Peyton Manning has statistics in terms of throwing, of passing yards, of touchdowns completed, these kind of things that nobody in the NFL has. Tom Brady's stats, while enviable to most other quarterbacks, are not as good. His personal th- quarterback stats are not as good as Peyton Manning's. Right. Tom Brady has one very significant advantage over Peyton Manning when it comes to statistics though. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's won four Super Bowls. And we're talking about a sport where that, you know, the quarterback gets a lot of credit for the four Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, like Tom I'm, I want to say Tom Brady's probably been MVP in those four Super Bowls. So, you know, the quarterback is by far the most important position yeah. in the in the sport. And Brady is synonymous with excellence in playoff games and Super Bowl games, especially. Mm. Whereas Manning, especially early in his career, had this reputation for choking, for bottling these big games. What's the relationship been like? Has Manning uh, seethed 
given that he's got the best individual stats as Tom Brady wins MVP at Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Uh, do they talk to each other? Are they friendly? Are they not friendly? Weirdly, I was reading a story about how uh, Tom Brady's first game as a starting quarterback back in, I want to say it was in 2001, was against Peyton Manning and the, and the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And the Patriots totally destroyed the Colts that game and Peyton Manning got pulled. Um, and after the game, though, Manning went out of his way to sort of to have a word with Brady and just nice. said, like, hey, you know, good, good luck, buddy. Okay. You know, best of luck on your way. Like this sort of collegial thing between quarterbacks. Now, Manning would have been on, on his way up at the time and Brady was still a very unknown product with the Patriots that first season. Um, I think there's a there's definitely a there's a respect. Um, you know, they're very they're very different characters, different people. Uh, you know, Brady has the wife, Giselle. Um, and, you know, has been in the media, sort of, he has this Uggs media, Uggs Boots campaign and all these kind of things. So he he lives a sort of, the sort of glam life, whereas Manning likes to be the sort of, the country boy, you right. know. Now, their rivalry, for all intents and purposes, had sort of, people had sort of given up on it, because Manning, his career was flailing away there yeah. last year. Neither of them, the, you know, they're complete, two completely different players than they were um, you know, seven or eight mm, years ago. Mm. It's, it's fascinating that, you know, we get another one. Like, I remember being in a bar in Philadelphia in January 2004. This is 12 years ago. Mm. It's the AFC Championship game. New England walloped Indianapolis. Mm. Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. Mm. Like, so much, you know, has changed in the world and in the sports world in tw- in those twelve years. The fact that those still those two guys are still going at it, yeah, it's kind of great. Like, I, you know, it's if you want to watch if you want to sort of offensive spectacle, stay up for the late game, the Arizona Carolina game on Sunday. That's yeah. you know that's like two sort of that's NFL sort of right now. Yeah. But like the, there, there's something kind of great about seeing these old guys doing it still. I can't wait. Uh, ridiculous. Brady is far superior. Nobody said he wasn't. I'm just asking yeah, if there's a debate. Uh, Adrian Bain on Twitter, as much as I would worry about the Denver defense, I just can't see Belichick and Brady not getting past them. Too much experience. Every true sports fan on earth will want to see Tom Brady lose, right? Says John Rogers. And per Ed Inkland Dawkin, must be feeling a bit rough tonight. I'm 56. Peyton Manning is not old. Well, go play uh, mm-hmm. NFL, Ed. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, will this in any way define the relationship? They're two-two all-time in playoffs. Yeah. So, if if Manning was to, uh, you know, have a miraculous uh, kind of performance here and lead the Denver Broncos to uh, a glorious victory and and have a stunning game, will this kind of uh, tilt how we view these two and their uh, rivalry? I don't know. It's interesting. Like, I I think you know. History is more or less written with this rivalry. Okay, it's right? done. This is it, like it's more or less territory. done. It is sort of. It's sort of like enjoy it. Yeah, it's like um, it's sort of like getting this Creed film from Rocky. Like the franchise is kind of done. They're throwing <laughs> this in. Really, yeah, it's great. It kind of you know you get a little bit. You get the nostalgia going, but it's really this you know is not this is not them. This isn't really it. Yeah. You know now, you know Brady, given like he was really pumped up against uh, against Kansas City on on Saturday night and like. This, you know this Deflategate stuff really sticks at him, and he's he's out. Yeah, per Tom Brady, like the, the Patriots want revenge, and Brady especially does. Yeah, and he's like treated so badly. If he was, if if Tom Brady was was lifting that Super Bowl trophy, that Vince Lombardi trophy, Ugh, in two weeks, I'd be sick. Uh, like it would be, it would, for Patriots fans like myself, it would be oh the world, all would be well with the world. Manning, you know, he was left for dead. His career was more or less over 
the coach made a sort of a strange decision to bring him back. You know, he's not going to get he's not going to find the form of 2008. Well, well, I did see one of the Sky Sports guys saying afterwards that it won't happen. It won't happen. But if Denver wanted to give themselves the best possible chance of winning against the Patriots the weekend, they would bench Manning. That's where this is now. It won't happen. No, it it can happen. Time against us. Okay, Uh, the Rams we have to mention. So uh, St. Louis are losing the Rams. Uh, Stan Kroenke has taken the Rams to LA. LA, I can't believe this, hasn't had an LA, an NFL franchise for 21 years. So uh, presumably everybody is very upset about this in St. Louis. Yeah, it's one of the weirdest things of uh, American sports yeah. that the second biggest city in America has no uh, NFL franchise. The biggest sport in America doesn't have a, a team. But anyway, things have been like that since 1995 when the, when the then LA Rams uh, broke their 50-year relationship with the city, went to St. Louis because... Oh, so it's a return for the Rams. It is because see, the, okay. the city of Los Angeles said, "No, we're not going to build you a new stadium." To the owners of the Rams, they, they were playing in the dilapidated Rose Bowl, I think, or maybe it was LA Coliseum. They wanted a new stadium built, and the taxpayers wouldn't do it. So mm. the team shipped up to St. Louis, who you know you'll see the Arizona Cardinals playing this weekend. They had in up to I think 1987 had played in LA, or, uh, sorry, in St. Louis as the St. Louis Cardinals. Mm. So. You know, there's this kind of terrible franchise relocation thing is a big part of American sports, and it's one of the worst aspects of it. It does, it does puncture any sense of fandom. Yeah, and so the the NFL had been trying to basically fix this error for a long time. Okay. Stan Kroenke, the uh, co-owner of Arsenal, uh, who is named for the St. Louis baseball hero Stan Musial, had bought the Rams and in 2010 had pledged without any doubt, his commitment to keeping the St. Louis Rams in St. Louis. Mm. But all the time, everyone in the city had this sneaky suspicion that he was trying to move them back. And it's been, and it's been done. Right, the, yeah. the city, they said, look, we'll, we'll put $500 million of taxpayer money and we'll build you a new stadium in St. Louis. St. Louis? Yeah. Taxpayers? Taxpayers are willing to pay for a stadium. Yeah. But the NFL... They wanted the Rams in LA. There was a three billion dollar stadium project built out in Inglewood, and they just said, "Look, thanks, guys, We're but good. we don't want, we don't want you here. We don't want to, we don't want our team here anymore." And it was, it's just sad. The big thing is, Crunky said to the league, "Look, guys, these St. Louis, these people in St. Louis, they're not turning up for my team. They're not turning up to our games. Is that true? We're stuck with this terrible stadium. Is that true? People stop turning up because they haven't had a winning season." Since 2003. Okay. So you can understand why people might sort of vote with their feet. They had no control over how the team performed on the field. Basically, 15 or 25, 20 years of NFL history just removed now. Yeah. The 2000 Super Bowl champions, the St. Louis Rams, that's gone. So we're starting in L.A. (laughs) with the Rams uh, next season. They'll have a massive new stadium, which will house like NFL.com. And then NFL Networks studios and all this kind of stuff. It's a big, it's a big land grab. It's out of like I don't know if you've ever seen the Chinatown film with Jack Nicholson, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's, a, it's one of these classic property deals, and you know a fan base abandoned. Donny, beautiful stuff. We're talking uh, Brady Manning next week. I'll see you next Tuesday. All right. Off the ball with the BetDAC Exchange for great odds on horse racing, the Premier League, and every other sport this weekend. BetDAC.com